Hi everyone, you're hearing from me straight up this week because I want to let you know that our guest in today's episode, Sasha Bow, is going to be speaking at an event coming up very soon. It's an event being held for Women in Strata, which is the networking and support group which I run for women working in strata management. And it's happening on the 22nd of May in Sydney at The Winery in Surrey Hills. Uh, Many Sydney CBD locals will know and love that venue. Sasha is going to be giving us the complete rundown on everything we need to know about the changes to the Property Stock and Business Agents Act, which are coming into effect from the 1st of July 2018 and are really relevant to strata managers. Strata managers need to be across these changes. Sasha and I get stuck into those in some detail in this episode, but Sasha's going to spend some time fleshing that out, answering your questions and letting you know what you need to be doing to get ready for the 1st of July at our Women in Strata lunch on the 22nd of May. So that's a Tuesday. If you head over to womeninstrata.com.au, just click on the events menu and you'll see there the learning lunch where you'll find out about the new licensing requirements. Check that out and secure your spot. As always, we have really limited spaces for our Women in Strata events. But if you are a strata manager, whether you're a woman or a man, come along and join us for lunch at the winery. Now, over to this week's episode with Sasha Bow. Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Sasha Bow is the Managing Director of Real Estate Training Solutions. Established in 2003, Real Estate Training Solutions, or RETS for short, is an ASQA registered training organisation, providing accredited training to New South Wales property agents. Sasha brings to RETS 20 years of extensive experience in the vocational education and training industry. Sasha started in the sector as a trainer and assessor in the business administration and real estate sector. She was then promoted to more senior management positions in an RTO. Her qualifications include a Bachelor of Science Honours, Diploma of Training and Assessment, Diploma of Business Frontline Management and a Diploma of Quality Auditing. Sasha has had extensive experience with e-learning and learning management systems. Her previous role as the director of studies of a large online training company entailed comprehensive research of the online learning environment internationally. She's used this knowledge to provide RETS with a cutting-edge learning management system, the first property RTO to implement this technology way back in 2003. Today, I am absolutely delighted to welcome Sasha Bow. Welcome, Sasha. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to talking to you today. Looking forward to chatting with you too, Sasha, and incredibly timely that we have this conversation. Lots happening in our sector when it comes to the education and training of not only real estate agents, but property managers and strata managers. And I'm hoping that uh, we can get stuck into some of that juicy stuff today. 
Excellent. I'm going to start by asking you, Sasha, to tell us why you think education and training is such a critical issue for those who are working in our sector. Look, it's critical because there's so much change in our sector, Um, legislative change from the property sort of specific stuff all the way through to marketing, swimming pool acts. There's lots of underpinning legislation in in both the real estate and the strata sector. Mm. Um, We need to keep on top of it. As part of that, we need to make sure we're getting training and educated professional development. We need to keep moving forward with that type of training. What the sector is trying to do at the moment through the association bodies, the REI, SCA, Mm. they want to professionalise the sector. Yep. To this end, um, they're wanting to increase the qualification standards, Mm -hmm. so the entry-level standards, and then they want to increase the qualifications in total. So what that means to our sector at the moment is that if you have an entry-level qualification, which probably most strata agents operate off currently, you will now need to move towards a licence or a certificate for qualification. Mm -hmm. Um, That's going to come in when we get new legislation on the 1st of July. So that's the Property Stock and Business Agents Act that's going to change. Yes. So when you say strata managers with their entry level will need to then get a licence, is that every strata managing agent or is this owners of businesses or people who've been licensees in charge? Yeah, it's just, there's three steps. So mm-hmm. if you currently work in the sector and you have a justice certificate of registration, yep. once this new legislation comes in, you're going to have four years to transition from your certificate of registration through to your licence. Right. If you don't do that, you cannot maintain your registration with New South Wales Fair Trading. Mm. If you're a licensed agent and you want to operate or, or run a business, you'll need to be a licensee in charge, mm-hmm. which means you'll need to get your diploma in property, whether it's strata or in real estate, doesn't matter which sector you're in, but you will need to get that qualification. What they're going to do when the legislation comes in on the 1st of July is transition people or grandfather them. So if you're currently a certificate of registration holder, you'll have four years from that time to work towards your licence. Mm-hmm. If you're a licence holder, they're going to give you opportunity to become a licensee in charge. You'll have to apply to become a licensee in charge. So I strongly recommend to any strata agent who's listening today that you look into that, go to the Fair Trading website and check it out. They're apparently going to have a form on their site prior to the reforms coming in or the changes to this legislation coming in where you can actually apply to be a licensee in charge. So you'll Mm -hmm. be grandfathered straight to that qualification. So you've got a couple of levels of of Mm. change. If you're new to the sector, same system applies. You do your certificate of registration and then you will have four years from when you become registered to have obtained your your licence, your strata licence. Okay. This reform, the Property Stock and Business Agents Act reform, has a, a huge impact on the qualification requirements. But one of the biggest things that I think a lot of agents, both in the real estate and the strata sector, have missed is that most of them are operating off their certificate of registration. When this new legislation comes in, they will not be able to operate a trust account anymore. They will not be able to sign off on a trust account. So for strata agents who are managing a building, who at the end of the day, week, would normally go and pay you know, everyone who's been mm-hmm. looking after the building, painting, whatever, they can get everything ready 
but only a licensed agent will be able to press that button and make those payments. So that is a significant change that I think a lot of strata agents haven't got their heads around yet. Mm, Really, really important that we start talking about that. Now, a few things there in what you've said, Sasha. The fair trading information, what I'll do is get a link from you to the relevant page and make sure that that link is in our show notes so that everybody listening can go and read about this stuff in a little bit more detail. The uh, diploma you mentioned, what does that involve? How long does it take? Where do managers go if they need to be able to get that diploma in property? If you're a current licensed agent or a licensing charge currently, all you'll need to do is fill in this form to become a licensee in charge. So they will grandfather you across. Yep. But let's say you're a certificate of registration holder now and yep. one day in the future you'd really like to own your own office or run an office, you'll move towards your licence, then you'll need to do your diploma. Yes, organisations like us run diploma courses. Mm-hmm. We don't see a huge upswing in the need for that until probably mid to late next year when people will start to go, oh, heck, I didn't transition when I should have and now I need to get my diploma. Mm. So, yeah, registered training organisations like ourselves will run that diploma course. And is that like a, a 12-month course? Oh, look, it depends how it's packaged. Everyone, you know, depending on the, the provider, will package it differently. We run most of our courses flexibly because people are too busy to come and put their bottom on a seat and listen to us all day. What we do is probably structure that over a 12-month period, maybe one unit a month for 12 months. Mm-hmm. The diploma course isn't very strata-based. It's very business-based. So it's those HR skills, running small business skills. We call them the soft skills in the sector, organisational skills, dealing with teams, training. So it's very much running a business. Okay. And the certificate four? Yes. Can you flesh that one out a bit more for us? Yes. So the certificate four is equivalent to the licence here in New South Wales. Mm -hmm. That is an 18-unit course. And it covers things like team building, a little bit of leadership, but not too much, small business finance, there's running meetings, looking after agency agreements. So it's a little bit of a mix going towards that more managing people, but much more strata gutsy, I guess. It covers a lot more of those strata skills. Okay. So is this what certificate of registration holders will be transitioning to over four years? Correct. Yes. Okay. Got it. Excellent. All right. Well, there's a lot in there and I just want to remind our listeners that you can get the transcript of this episode if you want to just review what Sasha's just let us in on there. And the transcript is from yourstrataproperty.com.au forward slash 109. So setting aside for a minute the changes to the legislation and what a number of strata managers are going to have to focus on in the future, let's talk about here and now, what do you say our strata managers should be doing either on a a daily, a monthly, a yearly basis to make sure that they are well-trained, well-educated and kept up to date so that they can keep providing the highest level of service to their clients? Yeah, great question. Look, what I do and what I find a lot of agents are doing now and really encourage it is to subscribe to everything and anything. So Mm. sites like yours where there's great information, podcasts, there's lots of things going on out there as far as newsletters, briefs, some come out weekly, some come out daily. What I do every morning, quick read of everything, if it gets too much once a week, just keep on top of what's changing. And there is a stack of change. Mm. Um, You know, we've just had the strata reforms changes. People are still getting their heads around that. This Property Stock and Business Agents Act change is one of the most significant we've had in a long time. So people seem to be leaving it. And I don't think they realise that we're, what are we, three months away from very – and some of these larger businesses – 
it's going to change the way that they run it because mm. the majority of these people only have their certificates of registration. So mm, it's a big the, deal. the few licensed persons in that office are going to have to take on a, a huge brunt of pressing those buttons with trust accounts. So I don't think that's been thought out. Mm. So, yeah, keep up with your PD as far as, you know, keeping on top of emails, subscriptions, and do your professional development, your continuing professional development, which is mandated by fair trading here in New South Wales anyway. Keep on top of that. And what I suggest to agents too is don't just do it because you have to do it. Mm. Look for additional training. Look for bettering yourself. We have a huge sector now and it is growing rapidly. We have a lot of competition in the sector and you need to look at how you will differentiate yourself from everyone else. Mm. Um, And that's going to be making sure that you're up to date with these changes so you can inform your clients and customers as to what's going on and how that might affect them. So keep on top of stuff, subscribe Mm. to things, keep your professional development up up to speed, but also don't just do training for training's sake. Do training because you're going to benefit from it and then you can move forward and differentiate yourself from the crowd. Mm, Absolutely. Definitely the the best strata managers that I see, whether they're in meetings, strata meetings, or whether we're sitting around a table with clients or they're talking to me, they're the strata managers who actually know the legislation, who can point to uh, maybe even some recent cases there on top of that they understand understand how the legislation is operating in practice because they're reading things, they're subscribing to the lawyers' newsletters, they're up to date so that they can then guide their clients and also when there is a problem, whether there's litigation or we want to do a big refer project, they know how to navigate their building smoothly through that process and these are the managers that buildings do not want to leave. They work into their contracts that if this person leaves this strata management company, then we are going with them and you only need to be, for example, I'm thinking of Rena Van Oust and her company Strata Central, you know, a relatively boutique business and she's able to attract the high quality clients that she wants to work with because she's got that 20 plus years under her belt and constantly improving her skills and making sure that her education is up to date. So she's a really good example of somebody doing that. So Amanda, just to add to that, yeah, go for it. Um, what you'll find too is if you're doing things like um, what Rena is doing is you can charge a greater fee then too so true. because what you do is valued. Um, so all of those things, all that training, all that, you're just keeping on top of stuff. Yeah. You can charge a greater fee. So, you know, it's an investment, isn't it? Big time. Yeah. Mm. Big time so important and especially today when we're seeing that increased competition invest in in yourself and differentiate as you say Sasha and you're not going to look back that's it Okay. Now you are uh, working with managers and other real estate professionals there with RETS and and they're doing your courses and you've got some fabulous things on your website, webinars and the like. Can you give us an example of whether it's a a manager you know personally or a course that you've just completed where managers have done particularly well increasing their knowledge, their education, and maybe they've taken that out to the world and you've seen them move ahead in leaps and bounds? Yeah, look, it's probably coming off that, that our last point too, a really good example of someone doing really well. She started in her 20s working in a medium-sized Sydney-based strata agency. I think she started on the front desk, actually. She's worked her way up, did a certificate of registration, then did her certificate four, which enabled her to get her licence. She took on a a reasonable-sized portfolio and worked very hard. She could see opportunity Mm. that I think her, where she was working, they weren't taking up those opportunities. And she decided to go out on her own. And that whole boutique 
providing, you know, top-level quality customer service, Mm. doing what you say you are going to do, turning (laughs) up on time, the things we think are basic but not everyone's doing. Um, So she's gone out and she's based down the south coast in the past three years. Cool, she Mm. has exploded Um, and it's that boutique buildings Mm. in those socioeconomic areas that can afford to pay a bit extra, but Mm -hmm. they also appreciate the level of service that um, this lady provides. She has now got her diploma. She's also gone off and done a diploma in training and assessment Mm. so she can then train her own staff internally. But, yeah, from seeing her, I started her certificate of registration when she was, you know, in her early 20s. I think she's in her probably her mid-30s now. She's done amazing things. Mm. And it's that whole differentiating herself from the crowd because everyone's, Mm. you know, trying to jump on board. Lots of real estate agents are now looking at getting into the strata sector. Hmm. So, yeah, it's that whole what can I do? to keep my clients and to grow my base. And Mm. she's a great example of how. Yeah, and she's investing in her education regularly, updating her skills and doing the courses that are available. And her staff skills too. Mm. So she's making sure that everyone, and it's not just the the strata managers, it's also the people in in the admin side of things. She's making sure that they're being developed as well um, and that they understand the product. So Mm. everyone in in the business is on the same page. It makes a big difference. Yeah, really good tip and something that uh, business owners do well to remember that, that there is a team and uh, ignore your team at your peril, I guess. That's exactly right. All right. Now, we don't like to talk about problems too much on the podcast, Sasha. We do like to focus on solutions, but I always ask, what problems have you noticed managers are facing when it comes to investing in their education and training and, and how are they overcoming those problems or what do you suggest that they do to overcome those problems? Yeah, no, that's a, that's, I'm seeing that often. Um, it's a good question. Time. Mm. These guys are working long hours. They're working evenings often. The days are very full. The email box is forever full. You never seem to get to the bottom of it. And it's trying to find the time to get that training done, read those email subscriptions, look at the podcasts and the webinars and try to keep on top of things. That's the biggest challenge. What we do here at Real Estate Training Solutions is try to be as flexible as possible. We have found over the years that the face-to-face courses aren't as popular as they Mm. used to be because people are just time poor. So what we try to do is provide those flexible opportunities. Um, So we do it via e-learning or correspondence and people can pick it up when they have the time around work, around family, around other opportunities and interests, whatever the heck they're doing. Mm. So it's something you can do in the evenings, on the weekends, just to fit in around you. And we give people support. So anytime you run a correspondence or e-learning course, you don't want to leave them out there and, you know, good luck, see you later. Mm. Um, They are designated a tutor who goes on the journey, the education journey with them. So that's the person they call if they don't understand something or they need some support um, or they want to bounce some ideas off. We've also got people in the office who are great too. So anyone in here can answer the phone and answer your questions around customer service. So that's how we try to attempt to assist people with those time constraints. Yep, excellent. Um, What people are going to start to find, because there is going to be that transition from certificate of registration to licence, the cost. That's going to be another issue that they're about to face. It's not cheap, Mm. okay? It's a certificate for course. It's 18 units of competence. It's it's weighty. It's got trust accounting in it. Like it's got some gutsy stuff. Luckily, we've been able to access some government subsidies around that. So we can actually help people subsidise some of that training. So if they need a hand around trying to manage those costs, we can help with that. Mm. The other thing too is I think there's going to be a challenge. It's not so much a challenge now because it's not legislation, but when people who have been sitting on their certificate of registration 
for many years are going to be pushed to do this course, mm-hmm. it's going to push a lot of people out of their comfort zones. Yeah. There's a lot more to get through. They're going to have to be disciplined um, because at the end of the day, we've spoken to fair trading. What's going to happen if people haven't done their license within these four years? That's it. There is no extension to the certificate of registration. Gone. So mm. you cannot keep working. Mm. So your boss isn't going to be happy. So that's something that people are going to find challenging. Mm. Think. Get ready to go back to school, hey? Big time. Yeah. (laughs) Now, just on your point there, Sasha, about cost, something that I noticed recently, I was looking at some of the uh, stuff on the REI's website and at CPD courses that are directed more towards real estate agents, property managers, sales agents. And I noticed that the courses they seem to provide are priced a bit higher than the courses that perhaps strata managers are looking at to get their 12 points of CPD every year. And I think that perhaps demonstrates the difference in the level of qualification, if you like, and that move towards professionalism. And I think that's something we're going to see more into the future. And I think that's important. I think we see it in in the real estate industry already. And if we have a higher level service, high quality, then it just goes without saying that that's going to cost more. Look, you're right. And you're going to find there's always been um, a, a huge differentiation in the costs of all the courses in our sector. Some agents tend to go for cheap and quick, and that's mm. what they're going to get. They're mm. going to get cheap and quick. Yep. So when their butts in court because they've been sued, because they weren't taught something appropriately, they weren't, you know, the legislation wasn't covered off enough or whatever, that's mm. when you go, oh, heck, I should have done the training. You don't have to go for the most expensive training, but it's all about shopping around and not just asking questions of the provider. Do yep. you have experienced staff? Have they got experience in the sector? There's no use real estate agents training strata. It is different. It is completely different and vice versa. You don't want a strata agent teaching real estate. Mm. So it's asking the questions of the provider. Um, How long have you been in business? How much do you invest in your resources? Are they kept up to date? Mm. That is super important. You don't want to be getting a two-page, five-page, ten-page document on administer strata insurance that links you to all these different Mm. websites. You want quality content. toot my horn here that's what we do I've got a Mm. full-time curriculum developer and it's like painting the harbour bridge she starts at the beginning and she changes the legislation all the way through and then goes back to the beginning Mm. we invest in our resources because they are so important we need agents to be armed Mm. so knowledge is power yep and I really like your tip on the the form of delivery and choosing something that works for you so it might be webinars it might be podcasts it might be live events it might be training days and it's wonderful that we do now have yeah a combination of all of those it's wonderful that we do now have all of those options available uh, if you get out there and and look for them and work out how you learn best and where you're going to get the most value and the highest quality content That's it. All right. Now we have uh, plenty of strata managers listening to the podcast and I'm sure they are ready and willing and (laughs) wanting to jump out there and get smarter and faster and earn more money. Where do you suggest, Sasha, that they start with improving their education and training today? All right. Um, They need to get up to speed with these legislation changes and they need to do it yesterday. (laughs) So if you jump onto our site, we've got a, we went to actually a fair trading presentation about the changes to the legislation. And what we've done is we've reproduced their PowerPoints and we actually have those slides on our website, which gives you a snapshot of the changes. It's uh, RETS, R-E-T-S dot com dot A-U. If you go to our news page, 
it'll be there. News, great. Um, so that's the first thing. Get up to speed with what is, is happening. Then they need to go, going to have to go away. If you're a business owner, you need to have a look at how this is going to affect your business and you need to do it now mm. because once these changes come in, no excuses is what fair trading is telling me. There is no transition time here. Mm. We are going straight into this. And then the next thing is to do a skills audit of your staff Who's got their certificate of registration? Who's got their license? What do we need to do and where do we need to go next? So yep. it's accessing those accredited courses, doing your shopping, finding out, you know, who's who in the zoo, who's going to provide quality, who's going to give you what you need. And like you said, what do you want? Webinars, podcasts, correspondence, whatever. Mm. Access some funded training if you need it. You want a hand with subsidies. Um, there's traineeships available for getting people through to the CERT 4 as well, mm. which attracts government incentives as well to the yep. employer. So they can get up to $4,400 in government incentives for putting people through traineeships. Mm. That's for new entrants. But, yeah, it's about that skills audit. What do we need to do? And if you're, we're speaking to individual um, strata agents, same deal. Get up to speed with the legislation, but then have a look at what you guys need to do to get up to speed with these changes and get going now. Mm, excellent advice. And I'll make sure that we have a link to that page of your website in our show notes, Sasha, and also that earlier fair trading link will be there. Now it's time for the book question. What books have had the greatest impact on you and why? I'm going to go a little bit off centre here. So this, <laughs> these aren't purely strata related. Oh, um, a couple of years, but I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I started studying Chinese medicine at UTS oh, as a part-time thing. And there was a book that we had to read called um, The Web Has No Weaver. Mm-hmm. And what it was about was about how Chinese medicine and Western medicine connect together um, and looked at the philosophy of Chinese medicine. Um, and if anyone knows anything about Chinese medicine, it's about the balance. It's mm. about the yin and the yang and finding the balance. The book has been interesting to me because I can see how it can be reflected in anything we do mm. and probably to strata managers because they are such busy people. Mm-hmm. They are living long days, um, those meetings that can go at night till 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Um, it's about finding the balance in life. Mm. Um, so this book really looked at that and how you should approach everything in balance. Mm. So it's that looking after yourself, eating well, making sure you're exercising, spending time with your family mm. because, honestly, if that all doesn't work and you get sick, you can't go to work. So, yep, that's yeah, right. it's about just yeah, the balance. So that's, what, that's a great book. And I imagine there's a fair bit in there about the mind-body connection, which is something that really fascinates me. And in time. Yeah, I think I just think that's so powerful when you when you understand that, that how in control you are of your own well-being, of your health, simply because of the way that you think, the way that you look at the world. That's it. Interesting Chinese believe that um, in Chinese medicine, the mind is, is in the heart. Mm. So you've got to look after it. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Lovely. Well, before we wrap up, Sasha, how do our listeners find out more about you? And is there anything you want to add? Um, that. We're in for a bumpy road for the next couple <laughs> yeah. of months and years. We've got lots of changes. Hold on tight. White knuckles. Hold on to your hats. Um, look, if you want to talk to us about any of these things, about getting your licence or traineeships, funding, anything around those areas, jump on our website, rets, R-E-T-S dot com dot A-U. Give us a ring, one three hundred eight five zero nine eight zero. Everyone here would be more than happy to chat with you. And get informed. Get onto that fair training website because I do have a stack of really useful information that might help you get your head around these changes. Yep. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to come on the show today, Sasha. You are a bundle of energy. And when we meet up in person, I really get a lot from your energy and it makes me ready and raring to go. So I'm sure that's coming across in this episode as well. So looking forward to our next catch up. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Sasha. Thanks, Sasha.
Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today? Thank you.